0: My name is Shauna, and this is the American English Podcast. My goal here is to teach you the English spoken in the United States. Through common expressions, pronunciation tips, and interesting cultural snippets or stories, I hope to keep this fun, useful, and interesting. Let's do it. Hi, everyone. How's it going? I hope that you're safe and well and very far away from any signs of the coronavirus. For today's episode, I'd like to do something quite different. You may have noticed that the title for this episode is called 5-Minute English. That's right, each episode in the future titled 5-Minute English will be five minutes long and about a specific topic. My goal is to teach you the common phrasal verbs, vocabulary, and collocations used in that specific topic to help you become fluent in one topic at a time. Fluency in one topic at a time is a concept that was briefly discussed at a polyglot conference I attended years ago. As a language teacher and language learner, I love it. (laughs) The reason being, fluency is hard to measure. We all want to achieve fluency and yet don't have achievable stepping stones to get there. Many of us don't even know what it feels like or looks like once we've reached it. This is not the case when we're dealing with individual topics and fluency one topic at a time. So for you, I've gathered all of the words and phrases needed to talk about a specific topic in depth. As a free listener, I hope you listen to these recordings with patience. I recommend transcribing the audio and then looking up the words you don't know. Then I recommend discussing your transcription with your language teacher or language partner and also the challenging vocabulary within it. As a premium subscriber, you will not only have a full list of the must-know vocabulary with the definitions, you'll also have vocabulary exercises, preposition exercises, listening comprehension questions, and much more to help you dive deeper into the topic. If you are interested in getting premium content, you can visit the classroom at AmericanEnglishPodcast.com. Today's topic is about dieting, three trending diets to lose your winter weight. Summer is just around the corner, and it's time to start putting on shorts and tank tops after months being bundled up in warm coats, sweaters, and scarves. Many at this time of year also take in a surprising new reality— they no longer fit into the clothes that they wore last year. Even though others may not notice our growing double chins, we all know when we've gained a little weight. As a woman, you might try to squeeze into a pair of shorts and then scowl at the love handles that stare back at you in the mirror. As a male, you might be worried about the new beer belly that sits on your waistline, or just the fact that you feel chubbier Than usual. The puzzle is how can weight gain be reversed? How can we lose the extra pounds we put on during those sedentary winter months? Although many opt for simple measures like getting active and eating mindfully, others may decide to go on a diet. Going on a diet, or dieting, is the act of eating specific types of food in a specific way. In order to lose weight. In recent years, a few diets have become very popular in Google searches. Here are three of them. Firstly, there's the ketogenic diet, or the keto diet for short. The name ketogenic plays on the word ketosis, a process in which your body begins burning fat due to a lack of carbs. The most common version of the diet is called the standard ketogenic diet, in which dieters' meals contain 75% fat, 20% protein, and 5% carbs. Although everyone on keto is required to cut back drastically on carbs, some dieters choose to cut out carbs entirely. This sometimes leads to the keto flu. A period of time when a dieter faces fatigue and mental fuzziness. While on keto, one can lose anywhere from 2 to 10 pounds during the first week, most of which is water weight, and then 2 pounds per week after that, depending on one's body type and exercise routine. The biggest challenge for most is keeping the weight off long term. If you can manage to give up carbs, the list of health benefits for the keto diet is long. In addition to weight loss, studies show it can reduce the risk of heart disease and cancers, type 2 diabetes, and Alzheimer's. Next, there's the intermittent fasting diet, which many nutritionists refuse to call a diet because it's all about when you eat rather than what you eat. The famous actress Jennifer Aniston Helped popularize intermittent fasting when she attributed her improved figure and flat stomach to eating during a restrictive eight hour window. During that time, she can eat whatever she wants and as much as she wants. For the other 16 hours of the day, she fasts. This popular method of the diet is referred to as the 16 to 8. Another common method is called the 5 to 2, in which dieters eat normally from day 1 to 5 and then must get by on 25% of their average calorie intake on day 6 and 7. According to an article by the Harvard Medical School, sugar can only enter our cells with insulin. By abstaining from snacking, our insulin levels drop and our fat cells release sugar to be used for energy. Although people with a history of eating disorders, such as anorexia or bulimia, should meet with a nutritionist regularly while on the diet, it's fairly straightforward for the rest of us. In addition to lowering blood sugar, the intermittent fasting diet also lowers cholesterol and blood pressure and reduces chronic inflammation. When the famous British singer Adele started slimming down back in 2016, people wanted to know how. The answer is the CERT food diet, which is all about sirtuins, seven proteins in the body responsible for regulating metabolism, inflammation, and lifespan. CERT foods are said to increase the number of these proteins in the body and include everything from strawberries... Buckwheat and matcha green tea to red wine and dark chocolate. The cert food diet, as proposed by its creators, lasts three weeks. During the first three days, dieters must get by on fewer than 1,000 calories per day, consume three cert food green juices, and have one cert food rich meal. On days four through seven, Dieters are limited to 1,500 calories per day, and they must drink two cert food green juices and eat two cert food rich meals. At the end of the first week, the average dieter sheds around seven pounds. Many people find the calorie restrictive first week too big of a hurdle to overcome, while others stick to the diet and rave about the results. Either way, critics and advocates seem to agree on one point. Eating cert foods can be a beneficial lifestyle change for all. They're packed with nutrients, have anti-inflammatory and anti-aging properties, and can aid in weight loss. Losing weight in a healthy way requires effort and knowledge. Fortunately, studies continue to come out with more conclusive research on the long-term impacts of trending diets, such as these ones. Although studies on all three of these diets have led to positive outcomes, it's important to read nutritionists' recommendations before committing to one. For example, whether you should take supplements for essential vitamins or minerals that are hard to obtain while on the diet. So do any of these diets sound interesting to you? That's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed hearing a brief introduction to these trending diets. Only time will tell if they are simply fads or here to stay. Once again, there is a lot of bonus material for this episode. If you'd like to become a premium subscriber to gain access to all of it, you can do so at AmericanEnglishPodcast.com. Until next time, bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the American English Podcast. Remember, it's my goal here to not only help you improve your listening comprehension, but to show you how to speak like someone from the States. If you want to receive the full transcript for this episode, or you just want to support this podcast, Make sure to sign up to premium content on AmericanEnglishPodcast.com. Thanks and hope to see you soon.